the podcast you're about to hear will inspire, innovate, give you insight, and take you on the wings of leadership. This is why we call it the I3L. Inspiration, innovation, insight, and leadership. Get ready to embark on the journey to greatness with Kayode Oguta. Hi, welcome to another episode of the I3L podcast. The I3L podcast is here to make sure that your leadership journey is beautiful and your experience wonderful. Every single week we bring to you world-class content in order to reduce your learning curve and maximize your effectiveness and impact in leadership. One of the things I have come to realize in my life is that leadership really matters. Everything rises and falls on leadership. Where the leader goes, that's where the organization goes. So if you want to transform organizations, you almost all the time must start with leadership. Where what are they thinking of the leaders? How are they how are they preferring solutions to issues and to problems? And even the best thinkers, in the absence of good leaders, will find out that the environment really matters. That the environment that the leader has set forth can determine. If they will thrive or if they will be stifled, even in the same place where they are, where they are. So in today's leadership podcast, I'm going to be talking about the power or beyond authenticity. The beyond authenticity. Now, if you look at everything that has happened, recently the American election happened and uh, we have a situation where um, when the populist leader and the, and, um, and Joe Biden were contesting. Now, one of the things which I have learned in life is when you're talking about leadership, is maybe not to talk about politics or to talk about religion or talk about sports because of how you can divide people. But if you go talk about leadership, you must always talk about the fact that you have to go talk about political leadership because one of the things you also have to learn is how politicians or political leaders always frame or determine the trajectory of of, uh, of nations. So, in this election, the whole world was spellbound at what was going to take place. I mean, the election results, the winner wasn't called early. And, I mean, you could hear it from, from the amount of uh, viewing of all the major tran- uh, channels, how virtually everybody in the world were fixated, wanted to know what really happened. Now, in my mind, something was also, also played. How do populist leaders drive so much influence how do populist leaders drive so much influence and you know if you look at authenticity authenticity matters because of the fact that even in many public uh, uh, populist leaders you find out that they're not even truthful in an era that truth is relative truth the time is determined by which 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 lens you're using to determine or to make your judgment you would find out that People that become popular have what I call the three S. The three S. They become popular. They play to populism, and they actually would win. Now, many podcasts ago, I when the, when the Democratic Party were about to choose their leaders, one of them I said to them, I said, one of the one of the goal of, of leaders is to determine what reality is. And if you are going to determine reality, you would find out that you must be able to understand the reality in which you are playing. So if you're a leader in any organization, in any, um, even if you, even your home, you've got to determine what our realities really are. Because if you do not determine your realities, you probably would not be able to prefer a solution that actually would win. Because you're 
you are building your results or your solutions on an on the reality that is not existent. So you probably would not be able to win. So so the leader's first goal is to determine what reality is. So one of those podcast sessions, I told you, and if you go back, you will listen to it. And I told you, I said a mistake a Democratic Party might make is to think or to try to position their their person as an anti-Trump. Now, you are not battling against Trump. You, you must be battling against a system that actually propelled him to the top. Now, so if you are going to become a successful leader, you must also understand what you are actually facing, what you're up to, the circumstances, the uphill tasks that you are trying to win. Because if you do not know and you do not provide a good solution to win, you definitely would not win. So, well, um, over 70 plus uh, 80 million, over 150 million votes later, what do you have? You have, yes, that somebody else may have won, but actually Trump is in, made a very bold statement. So it's important to understand that if you are going to be a successful leader, you must you must understand that. Now, if you look at it critically, why would someone like a Donald Trump or any other leader or even the Boris um, Johnson in London, in, America, um, in London, why would they why do they triumph in an in an era where truth has been compromised? Because what people are looking for when they do not understand truth is the fact that they'll be looking for people who are sincere. Who are sincere. So, no matter what you talk about, they are, you would see people. No matter how outrageous their lies are, no matter how um, how difficult you may think, or no matter how impossible their solutions are, you could find out that they are really sincere. And once people could touch or could relate to the sincerity, they almost always will sell of truth. It's amazing, but it's true. So, populist leaders, you will see them, and you will see them how they won because. Number one, you've got to agree that whoever must have won the heart of majority of the people could, in all rational instance, have, have driven into something or into, into a position which those people actually represent or they're thinking about. So people who become populist are actually seen to be sincere in the absence of truth, in the absence of the reality of truth. So someone like Donald Trump and Boris Johnson actually would 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 project if they project a sincerity they probably would buy into a large segment of the population why it also means that in other places majority of the people that they face have not been able to project sincerity so beyond authenticity now talks about the fact that you know what if you're going to be an authentic leader if you're going to read if you're going to win yes you thought you just must show you show, must show that you're sincere and you must show it you must show it and you must show it the other thing is the fact that many i mean one of the reasons why populist leaders always grew in places are because they've always been stalemates stalemate or deadlock you understand now the stalemate have always been the Fact, uh, has always grown because of the fact that the systems that actually are meant to bring result are apparently stalemated. So what would they do? Now, in the, in the presence of a stalemate, these populist leaders always come with something I call a solution that's outrageous. Now, the solution that's outrageous, it's a better solution than a stalemate. People find out that that outrageous solution is actually better than a stalemate. So a stalemate is not a perpetual 
state to be in. So when there's a stalemate, it's important that people must begin to find a solution to it. Now, if they do not find a solution to it, then they would give room or they would give an avenue for populist leaders to come up and bring an outrageous a solution to it. Now, in those outrageous solutions, one thing comes out. It may not even be real, it may not even be practical, but the amazing thing is that they will buy, they will have a buy They will have a buy and they would have a buy So it's important to understand that stalemated situations would need a solution. And people that come, populists always come with what an outrageous. I mean, like look at someone like the Boris um, Johnson who came and said, you know what, get out of Brexit, uh, get out of Brexit. You know, because if you need economic solutions to unemployment, you need economic solutions to the value of life or to immigration issues, you probably need someone that will give you an answer. And if you don't have someone that will give you an answer, or if the system not produce an answer quickly, you know what happened? A populist will come and will produce an outrageous solution. Even if it's not workable, it will still have a buy-in. And thirdly, I always see that most times they always project strength. There's always the X factor, the strength factor. They want to give this, you know what, we can do something, we can do something. And human beings have always been, always gravitate towards strength or people that have, people that project strength. You understand? You could see that in the, in the, in the Putin. You could see that in anybody that is leading. You want people that project strength. But you know all the main, all the thing that happened is the father. Beyond all this, one thing also came out when the coronavirus pandemic brought out. It also showed the limit of populism. It also showed it. so all the countries where populists have been the one in charge have also not been able to respond adequately to it. That's why I said today's podcast is what beyond authenticity because you must be able to respond adequately and provide solutions to issues. So how do leaders now do that? So leaders must be able to think beyond just having populist solutions to issues, but they must be able to think, how can I bring, how can I have a strategy that is not just only flexible, it's also adaptable to our realities. It's also flexible and adaptable to our realities because if strategies are not flexible and adaptable, they would not win. And you must understand that Every, every um, human beings really differ, especially in culture. So, what what is available in one culture, what in one organization, may not be adaptable in that, uh, in a, uh, may not be applicable in another organization. So, instead of being aloof, what great leaders would do is to have a strategy that would actually be able to win. So, if a leader is going to win against populism, he's going to have a strategy that is actually flexible and adaptable to the realities on the ground. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot survive the terrain if you do not have such things because you will not be able to implement your solutions. And even in organizations, when you come and you're taken over from a populist person, you must have a strategy that's adaptable, that is also and it's also uh, flexible because you will not just come with a textbook now. This is the way it's been done. This is the way it's been done in the past. No, you must look for a solution or an, a strategy that would be adaptable to present realities. But that solution cannot come if you do not have a shifting mindset. You do not have a shifting mindset, and mindset is shift is very very important because the same problems that were caused 
the same problems that were caused by a level of thinking cannot be resolved by that same level of thinking. You've got to raise up your level of thinking. You've got to raise up your mindset. You've got to raise up your ability to offer solutions. You've got to widen your mind. You've got to widen the opportunities. You've got to widen the things available so that you can shift your mindset. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot be using 20th, 20th century tools to to win in the 21st century. It's not going to work. It's not going to be possible. And you're not going to have good results. So if you're going to if you're going to move beyond authenticity, you've got to find out. You know what? I am going to do something that's going to be different. And what I call finally is that you know many times when I see populist leaders, especially in different parts of the world, they always try to elevate themselves instead of systems. But you have to have systems that will not win. You're not going to build systems that will not win. So when you now have a shift of mindset, you now have a shift of mindset to be able to build systems that would win, systems that will provide solutions, systems that will provide a change, systems that can provide uh, that can provide lasting changes that people, a generality of the people, will naturally, naturally, naturally buy. Now, this is my own own take because. And I see it many times when people get into organization and, and, and they want to take decisions they, and, um, and they're paralyzed by the ability to take decisions because of how things have been working. What things have to do is that you must, shift, you must change your strategies, you must shift your mindset, and ultimately you must build new systems that will be able to deliver the kind of value that you really want or the kind of value that will make the country or the organization or the people actually win. Now, I know that a lot of people actually listen to us from far and wide, and that's why one of the thinking about leadership is that you must open the minds of people to be able to think that it's not just the things that you think about, the things, even the schools that you've had, or the kind of mindset that you have that can also that would also try out. So, for instance, if you have a mindset that says that you know what, we will not spend money in times of recession, in terms of a recession, what you have to do, you've got to shift your mindset. Your mindset, because most times you've got to spend money out of a recession. So leaders must have to think that it's not just about my mindset, it's just also about the fact that what's going to be workable, what's workable, and what's the best solution for the kind of time that we are in. So that's why the strategy is really important. The shifting of the mindset is also very important. And the building of systems is also very important. And can happen in any family, it can happen in any team that you're leading, in any organization that you're leading. It's an important principle that you must do so that you can win and you must be able to do to win. And that's why the i3 podcast is always going to be a great platform for you. Wow. It's always a pleasure to come to your space every single week. And then the Ethereum podcast is your go-to resource to give you world-class content, to change your thinking, to really, really expand your mind and make you a better, better, better leader. So when things are still meted, when things need a solution, when when people need to project strength in terms of unhappiness, there's something that you need to do. You just go to go to the Ethereum podcast and find out one, one of the topics we've taken that will be transforming to you. Well, and if you've loved, if you've liked us, please make sure that you give us a rating in any of the in any of the platforms in which you are using to listen to our Ethereum podcast, and then we will also ensure that we go far and wide and be able to reach more people, and, um, and also be blessed to many more many more people, and also more importantly, at the end of the day, to ensure that it also gives us the um, the encouragement we need to be able to do more and do better, and. Um, make you also a better leader. So see you same time next week. God bless.